0: oh yeah here we go practice acquisition there are pitfalls throughout the entire process if you want to buy a practice this is how folks acquisition unscripted the truth when buying and selling a dental practice. And now your host, Michael Dincio. What's up, guys? Thanks for joining uh, another episode here on Dental Acquisition Uncensored. We've got an awesome, awesome program today for you. It's uh, it's all about HR, and HR is key uh, is a key to successful transition, no doubt. Um, we get into lots of nitty gritty stuff. Um, I told Scott and I'll introduce him in a second. I told him we got to hit some meat and potatoes, but it's tough for Scott to do that because there's 50 some States, right? Well, 50 States that have different laws and all kinds of stuff. So he can't get really into it, but I did get some stuff out of him and it was fantastic. And I loved it. Yes. HR is huge. We talk about how to onboard. We talk about how to fire. We talk about the HR manual, how important that is. We talk about the 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 way that they manage the file. Um, we, we talk about all kinds of stuff, HR related, and I think it's a key episode for you. It's one of the things that gets overlooked in a transition because you've got thousand things you're thinking about, credentialing, banking, insurance, uh the purchase and sale the the lease i mean everything and the one thing that's gonna cause you the most stress is employees and this is what this is the armor that you would wear going into that scenario okay so tune in i get to some great questions at the end of the episode so so hang in there and if you can't pause pick it up later no problem you will also see a qr code flashing for from my YouTube tubers flashing it, uh, they provided a, uh, a a transition guide transition guide for you to have as a as a big gift for you so without further ado let's get this uh, let's get this party started thanks guys for tuning in and uh, let's let's go all right all right guys hey welcome this is dental uh, unscripted here uh, breaking it down in acquisition style. Um, another great episode and a, a dear friend of mine today is a guest um, and uh, I'm super excited because as you all know, we're working our way through the acquisition process. If you're just getting tuned in to the to the program, uh, understand what we're doing here. So the goal or the vision of this program is really to walk you through an acquisition from literally start to finish. So if you're just finding us today, Go up, scroll up, get to the first episode and go through this journey with us together because we are at the uh, eh, kind of two thirds of the way through an acquisition. Now speaking, today's topic is HR and uh, it's a very important topic, but but guys, go to the top and start listening all the way through because if you are thinking of buying a practice, you got you to start from the top. And little plug of the other the other podcast called Startup Unscripted. If you're thinking startup, that's the podcast for you. If you're thinking acquisition, this is the podcast for you. And I had HR for Health on the program for Startup Unscripted with the uh, owner and founder Ali Aramshian. But we already had Ali on this particular program. So I didn't want too, too much, Ali. Ali helped us with uh, the LOI and how you formulate the LOI. So a little, little plug for Ali and his legal firm that helps docs get into ownership uh, and helps them with the legal stuff. But then this, this is an entirely different matter. This is HR. And today mm-hmm. I have a dear friend of mine who uh, who has a lot of history with me, good or bad. We'll keep those stories to ourselves. <laughs> But uh, my, the man, the myth, the legend, Scott Mueller, who's a senior account executive with HR for health. Yes. And he's our guy. So Scott, hi, welcome to the program. Hi there.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it, Michael. Yeah, this is an important topic, most certainly. Um, and I think I think you're right. You're probably about two-thirds way through the, uh, navigating through a practice acquisition. And this is definitely a very important uh Subject. It's a very important part of the business of dentistry, most certainly.
0: Absolutely, because most of these buyers have no idea what the hell they're getting into when it comes right. to managing people. It's the hardest thing, and so HR is huge. So, Scott, tell us a little yeah. bit about HR for Health, like <laughs> what you guys are all about, what's your vision, what's your what's your what's your mojo? Because this company, I, I've met the the top brass and and even some yeah. of the middle management and. Phan- mm-hmm. phenomenal people that just get it by yeah. give you. us the spiel man not too long though don't yeah don't <laughs> yeah so yeah.
1: yeah absolutely so uh and i appreciate you saying that yeah we we are blessed with uh with with a great team here at hr for health it's a it's a joy to work here um and it's also a joy to, to provide the assistance these doctors need uh when they are transitioning to practice what do we do here at hr for health Before I get too much into that, we are uh, tasked with helping make these doctors' lives much easier so they don't have to worry about, uh, so they don't have to worry about their employees. Uh, We're peace of mind over here at HR for Health. So really what we do is we help these doctors in the event of a practice acquisition achieve, maintain HR compliance uh, that looks different all over the country. Some states are more difficult than others, but we're also able to provide great support Uh, For our clients and really great uh, software to help them manage all of their HR processes very, very efficiently and take the guesswork out of really anything, whether it's timekeeping, uh, tracking benefits or managing difficult situations with employees. Yeah. Um, I think that's kind of a nice high level overview. It is. But, it's uh,
0: perfect. It's perfect. I'm gonna I'm gonna drill you here in a second with some great <laughs> questions, Scott. <laughs> folks, folks. Scott was a little a little nervous about the interview. Not nervous <laughs> that he couldn't handle himself, but he he wanted a game plan. And I said, "There's no game plan on acquisition unscripted. This is an unscripted show, and so if he says something, we absolutely can edit it out. But no, Scott Scott's a total pro, and he's gonna be able to handle." this an in interview it's 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 oh it, it, yeah but it is unscripted brother so here we go question That's right question one okay question one i feel like you're <laughs> on a game show right now but <laughs> qu- question one what what do you find with acquisitions in mind okay keep keep okay. keep on keep on that path today is is acquisitions sure. focused question one what's the what's the biggest pitfalls you see in buyers approaching that finish line at close Mm -hmm. as it relates to hr what what's your what's your what's your thoughts there yeah
1: well you know um and and unfortunately i work with great people in the industry like you that that allow me to work with doctors that are transitioning but you know i think the best way to answer that question is we you know we don't get to work with every single transition doctor and so a lot of times we're we're we meet these doctors post close um, because they have dealt with some type of issue. They're they're losing their hygienists, and it's all because they they didn't have a strategy in place when it came to transitioning the employees. What are that you know? What is that doctor's policies regarding overtime? What does it mean to be tardy? What is uh, what do you do with the cell phone? I mean, there's all kinds of things that these doctors try to DIY. So it can be it can be a real mess, and employees want to know because a lot of times, as you know, Mike, these are these are uh, highly confidential transactions, and these employees sometimes don't find out about it till day yeah. one, right? Yeah. And yeah, and all employees want to know is, does this doctor am I employed? Number one, right? But is the doctor going to be able to take care of my needs, the rest of my uh, the fellow coworkers' needs? But having a plan in place, that's what that's what employees want.
0: Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. Like, I, I feel like I feel like this is one of those steps that's totally missed. And and I understand why, because I'm in the I'm the, I'm in the weeds with these buyers, like right. All the way from is this the right price to are yeah. they screwing up clinically to, to the, are they yeah. compliant with x-rays and with narratives and collections and just right. on and on and on. And yes. then, and then finally, they make this huge decision that they they want to buy this bad boy, and so then the the, the spigot really turns on, credentialing, right. banking, purchase yeah. and sale, lease, insurances, right. all of these tactical things that have to happen. And and Scott, you and yes. I worked at Bank of America a long time ago, and yep, so <laughs> we would walk people through that. You and me, right? right? And it and it was, dude, just dealing with the bank was an yeah. s ton of phone calls and emails. So yeah. I un- I understand why this yeah. HR thing gets overlooked. So I appreciate the oh, comment, yeah. but it but uh it, it's kind of like you know prevention if you all are mm-hmm. in the clinical world as we all are prevention's key it That's can, right. it can prevent a, a catastrophe. So yeah. all right, so really they're calling you when there's a, a major problem, but what are so that, that kind of leads us into what mm-hmm. could we do better right. for, for preventing catastrophes on an acquisition? I know that's a super loaded question, but right. what are some high <laughs> level? What's some high levels there? Like just basic stuff. Top three, maybe.
1: Well, you know, I think uh, n- number one, just having a, a, an HR strategy in place that includes a uh, handbook, all the mandatory onboarding documentation um, and support, Um you know, these doctors, uh, I, I hear it all the time, you know, especially when I'm talking to your, your transition doctors, mm-hmm. uh, most of them have gone, most of them went through COVID. So they haven't, ex- they experienced the single biggest HR event probably that will ever happen to a practice ever. owner. Let's hope and, so. And, We're past and, that. And, <laughs> right. Yeah, for sure. Thank God. Um, but you know, they all have, they all have perspective. And when I talk to these doctors, Um, that are getting ready to purchase practice we talk about their their uh, their experiences over the last couple years working as an associate and and they all they're concerned a lot of them once i draw it out of them through a consultation i draw out that yeah this is a component of the practice that they need to uh, have a handle on and make sure that they're treating employees fairly Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of these doctors Though they want to have a solution they don't really have any sort of specifics as to what they what they want for yeah. their hr department other than a handbook and, and and a w4 yeah
0: yeah no that's that's spot on i i just did a, a lecture for some uh dental students up up and or over down down and over in arizona and you know arizona is kind of the wild wild west in a lot of ways mm-hmm. <laughs> it's very Simple and I pr- appreciate that about Arizona. So that's nice. Um, yes. unlike Washington or California, where right I tend to do a lot of stuff which is supercharged right. on the other spectrum. But mm-hmm. where I where I was going with that, and I did a raise of hands, like, hey folks, buying or startup, vast majority was acquisition. And then it was, mm-hmm. hey folks, how many of you are going to leave Arizona and go somewhere else? And pretty much all of them, except for maybe two, said that they would leave Arizona. And the reason I'm making that comment is because you might be an associate in one state and think you understand the HR laws. Right. And then you go to a place like Washington or California, and it's a whole nother level. So so right. that's what you guys, you guys can help mm-hmm. them understand, not only the laws in their ex- existing state, but but also what the state's requiring NHR. Yes? Absolutely. Give us some crazy examples of like uh, differences between Texas and Arizona and California. Just fun stuff. Oh, sure. Yeah. You got any any of those? You got any of those? Yeah,
1: for sure. You know, I think probably the biggest thing, and and those are good examples of, uh, I would say, two complete uh opposite ends of the spectrum texas and california right texas is a super employer friendly state to be a practice owner in. california is is uh
0: it's not no just not not.
1: (laughs) it's just not yeah and and these doctors you know in in the you know let's talk about them we everybody knows that california is difficult when it comes to labor compliance but let's talk about the doctor that that buys a practice in texas though it's an employer friendly state of course labor compliance laws. But still, it always comes back to that thing. You gotta have a plan in place when it comes to your employees. And, it, and it's, a, it's almost as simple as uh, putting an offer letter in front of these employees so that they know they're, they're hired day one. But that's just, I mean, there's all th- kinds of things that we could talk about. But I would say to answer your question, the, one of the biggest differences between states like Texas and California are paid sick leave laws um Mm -hmm. paid sick leave laws uh they're all over california some counties are different than other counties and so we just take all the guess. yeah you know la county is uh calculations different than another county so we we take all that guesswork out with some great technology and it's really about that idea of of integrating a time clock with benefit tracking so Mm -hmm. these poor doctors aren't doing these things on spreadsheets and essentially Mm -hmm. diying all all the hr processes
0: yeah, you've brought techno Your company has brought technology to the HR game. At, uh, think of LegalZoom.com of, right? For, you know, uh, creating a will or something, and uh, and and you guys yeah. have turned that into uh, HR. So you make it simple, you make it easy. The software is yeah. great to use, um, and you know, you you talk about setting up the right way, like HR manual, onboarding forms, um, right. like just that. Let's let's dig in a little bit on that. So just sure. that, you know, right. what are what are some things about the onboarding process that you would just kind of hit for yeah. these buyers?
1: Sure. Well, the, the onboarding process is is where it all begins. That's the foundation of one of the major components of what we provide practice owners here. Uh, it, complete HR compliance regardless of the state that they're in. This includes job descriptions, um, you know, and all the, you know, the transition documents. California in some parts are north of 20. Texas got about 12 or 13 required documents. So
0: required docs. Yeah,
1: required documents. Absolutely. Um, And, you know, having um, having a proactive approach allows the employees on the other side to not have one. Right. Number one, do I have a job? Uh, is my hourly rate of pay changing? What's changing at all? Oh, great! I'm I've got this offer letter here that's telling me nothing's changing. I'm I'm employed. Mm-hmm. Um, and, mm-hmm. and a lot of the time that I'm talking to these doctors, if it's like the first phone call, you know, um, not a doctor that you that you've referred to me, we we talk about the employee experience, because you really, these doctors sometimes don't think about what what does that look like? How does that feel on the other side? Mm -hmm. And so when we talk through that, they begin to understand more and more the importance of, yeah, it's probably a good idea to put things in writing. Mm -hmm. Um, In the fact of the matter, in being in business, as long as we have, we've certainly uh, accumulated some great statistics. I mean, these doctors are more likely to retain employees for almost four years by just simply having uh, a proactive approach to HR, but a proper uh, onboarding solution for these employees.
0: I, I've been in the room naturally as a buyer's rep and practice consultant where there's tears, there's right. um, there's right. a lot of emotions, the the team, especially if the seller's been in that practice for a long time like right. it is a very emotional process in it and it actually it sucks that we can't tell them right. that we're doing this because there's a lot of I risk know. there and that's a right. whole episode in itself of why you don't want the sellers to tell the employees or the buyer frankly to let them know too soon because too soon right yeah because they especially in this wild wild employment market people are looking for jobs and always trying to Level yep. up, level up, and, and so giving them time to do that before you mm-hmm. take over is a major risk for you and the seller. Huge, so, yeah. So, but but back to where I was going with that is that, like, to me, the tighter you are in HR, the right. more security you give your team mm-hmm. or your new team, the, new, the right. new team. And because these are people that are clinical, if you guys don't understand behavior, we do a lot of disc, right? Scott, disc, yeah. uh, absolutely behavior. And these are high yep. s's, high Cs. they want a lot of detail. They want it in writing. They want granular. That's yeah. what That's the dental assistant hygienist doctor uh person. Yeah. um They don't want super high level. They want in the weeds. and so the things mm-hmm. that you guys provide gives right. the team the security, like like you're saying right. it. but i I feel like the buyers don't understand. They think that that's just like, yeah, you know, i I'll figure it out. And that creates an unstable situation, wouldn't you agree?
1: One hundred percent. Yeah, the 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 employees of a practice transition don't want to feel like they're being breezed over with anything to do with their employment in that practice. They must know, Um, and and you know, I often get the, um, I would say it's kind of uh, kind of an obstacle once in a while. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to do a handbook. I don't want to do all this stuff because I. I don't want the employees to think I'm trying to pl- turn the place upside down. <laughs> yeah, freak and, them out. Because right. the other
0: guy didn't have it. I hear that <laughs> exactly. all the time. The other guy yeah. didn't have it, so I don't want to do it. Well, it's the right. opposite,
1: bro. It's the opposite. It's it's a completely different world. Um, I mean, just I mean, the, the HR world has changed dramatically in the last couple of years since COVID. Um, mm-hmm. you know, pushing states towards complicated paid sick leave laws and and leave law, all kinds of stuff that's going on. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, you know, again, it's always that idea when I'm talking to these uh, to these doctors about, you know, think about what that feels like on the other what on the other end. Don't you think that makes sense? Don't you think it makes sense to have an offer letter and all the other documents and Mm -hmm. their job descriptions? And Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it doesn't matter. Like you said, it doesn't matter that the uh, the other doctor didn't have any of these things.
0: You're the new practice owner. Now, Scott, you and I have had the conversation. Excuse Mm -hmm. me that sometimes i feel like like i heard this analogy a long time ago um sometimes i feel like with hr Mm -hmm. um dropping a nuke on it when you could have just sent in seal team six to get the job done super quick right 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 two two strategies (laughs) right and so (laughs) so like you advise them through this, but like, if you're too crazy about HR and, and you're probably thinking, well, there's no way to be too crazy. But at the same time, like if the DNA of the practice is super chill, right. And you bring in a 70 page HR manual, that right. might be a nuke, but that doesn't mean that doesn't mm-hmm. mean that you don't need a manual. You need proof. Yes. And so can we talk about that nuclear war versus <laughs> strategic uh, uh, operation?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And and the only way to control the atmosphere, the employee atmosphere of a practice through the transition, and, and it's I'm, I'm probably repeating myself too much, but because this is a conversation I have quite often with transition doctors, right? Like I said, a few minutes ago, it's too much. I don't want to do all that. But yeah. But it's your practice Dr. Smith. You this is your practice. You want to be able to have a mission statement, you want to want to be able to have policies in place. And it's also super important since you're in California Dr. Smith to be an acknowledgment of labor compliance laws. It's required. Yeah. And I, and I say all the time, hey, if you do anything, I'd love to work with you Dr. Smith, but uh if you, we don't work together please get a handbook you've got to have a handbook <laughs> yeah. and it's not nuclear for these doctors it's not nuclear for these employees employees mm-hmm. want to have an understanding of new practice ownership and what that means leaving it to guess is terrible
0: yeah but they have control they have control to do Absolutely. either strategy and and that's yeah. the great thing is 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 i think that's where the meat mm-hmm. and potatoes are where like yeah just knocking off your buddy's HR manual, you could really F that up. Um, totally. You could really totally. F that up. And and yep. it's customized and you have someone, you, you talked about support. You have someone yes. to bounce stuff off of. Hey, look, Absolutely. I want to be super chill on my manual, but I also yes. need a foundation. Guys, can you help me accomplish that? Right? So you, yes. you talk about uh, paid sick. I get paid sick questions all the time. I right. feel like I'm pretty dialed in with Washington and some of the states that, that, mm-hmm. that I'm heavy in, but, sure. uh, we're in 20 States. I can't mm-hmm. keep track of this crap. And, and you, <laughs> right. you just mentioned California is by County, so, you know, Washington yeah. States, Washington, Ohio's yeah. Ohio, right? Right. But, but California is by County. So just to make it extra crazy pants. Yeah. So I yeah. don't even answer anything. California is like, California. Oh, call Scott. <laughs> I can't even. So, (laughs) so pay, I get this all the time. Pay uh, PTO, you know, there's two types of PTO. What are those types of PTO? Because they always get somehow confused. So PTO.
1: Yeah. And actually that that was a perfect visual of what a lot of practice owners do is they lump these two in one bucket. Um, And in States like, washington and california oregon colorado where there are paid sick leave laws um it's important to keep vacation hours and paid sick leave hours in separate buckets
0: bing 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 Um, bing 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 bing.
1: yeah and and these are things that we make incredibly easy with great technology say say that again
0: say that again slowly
1: it's absolutely important in states where there are paid sick leave laws to not uh co-mingle vacation hours and paid sick leave laws you gotta you gotta track them and provide them separately and and this is the bank that this is the former banker in me you i say this to the doctors all the time you, you gotta think about the unwind right if something goes south with this employee and you're here in the state what requires you to pay out unused vacation mm-hmm. but you can't figure out what was used for vacation what was because you're tracking them together you're putting yeah. yourself in a position uh to either have a lawsuit or a difficult time with that individual. So we just make it easy.
0: Yeah. And, and, and by the way, you're, you're breaking up with this employee. Usually, usually probably not for a good reason. Um, right. And here you are having to stroke, a, a bigger check to that person to cover your ass when right. really they only deserve maybe a third of it, but you yeah. have to because you have no idea tracking it. So, yeah. yeah. So, so, so uh, vacation versus sick, Six mm-hmm. the keyword, right? Six the keyword. Yes, Six, it is definitely it is different, different than vacation.
1: Yeah, and in, in I mean we can talk about specifics. And and by the way, uh, in in uh, in uh, Washington, King County is different than oh uh, yeah, King County oh. is it, they, have, they have their own labor compliance laws. Um, I just
0: wanted to go back to that real quick. But, oh, um, he, he just burned me, folks. <laughs> burned me. See, no, no, see, no, no. just when you think you've got it all figured out, as a as a effing consultant (laughs) right still the king county of course of course they do of
1: course right the thing is you know a lot of these doctors they come from a place that they've been an associate at where they've seen practice owners uh track time on a patient platform like open dental Mm. and then they're tracking pto and sick time usually in the same bucket on a spreadsheet right they're they're diying their hr they are their hr and yeah and so Doctors, again, it always goes back to that perspective. They've seen it done inefficiently and they see they, they've seen how maddening it is to track vacation requests with sticky notes as an example.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. So okay. Obviously, you need help in HR. There's no question about it. What makes HR different? And and I don't give too many people plugs on the show. Okay. Like this is kind of like leading the witness, but but I'm but I'm being serious <laughs> be, because I get a lot of the sure you know i don't want to work for yeah. hr but i want to work uh, hr for health but i want to work with this other firm and and sure. maybe it's the adp support or maybe it's mm-hmm. uh there's some others right yeah and yeah. i think there's a lost in translation there on the value for you guys so i'm want to give you the opportunity to kind of differentiate you. yourself a little bit Absolutely. from all the other different hr firms that may or may not be more expensive or less expensive just what's the difference
1: right well the easy answer is nobody does what we do but to get into a little bit more specifics i mean we are we are a solution that provides these doctors the end of the day software to manage hr processes so it it really comes down to two basic things uh you know our competitors are typically much much higher when it comes to you know a startup fee or a setup cost because they're paying for that expensive handbook and you know, I think really the, the thing that sets us apart really is that it, you know we're, we're not just uh, HR compliance, but we're also great technology. Whereas our competitors are primarily a handbook only type of solution and a handbook only type solution, Michael, that forces doctors to have to live in different locations in their office for tracking time, benefits if they're offering benefits or if they're in a state that requires benefits. Um, and it just means, more time spent on HR-related matters, less time dealing with the operational components of the practice through the transition, and having a, a solution as they're moving into the practice and transitioning, whether there's an office manager or not, everybody needs the right tools to manage HR better, and that's what we're able to provide.
0: What, what I'm hearing is it's like a holistic approach, like it's it oh, pro- from soup to, soup to nuts, and it's integrated, because mm-hmm. uh, i know you guys got payroll i know you got the time clocks i know you got mm-hmm. um of course the the great uh forms uh you keep all of yes. everything e-signs e-signatures i mean you, yes. you you it's really holistic and that's what i like about it not just right. the fact that you are dental specific which <clears throat> to me being dental specific, specific yeah, is, is key, right? Because it you sure could is. just be a generic HR firm, but there's yeah. got to be some big differences there between you guys being dental specific and not.
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And and more more specifically when it comes to the ADPs and the paychecks of the world, payroll companies that have gotten in the HR space, really what that looks like. And we certainly saw the worst of what that looks like through COVID because you've got by and large, ADP and paychecks, they have customer service representatives reading a script for HR questions. <laughs> right? They're yeah. always, at the end of the day, going to be a payroll company with sort of kind of some HR solutions. And, and you know, but here's a really good example of a major difference between us and all the payroll companies. When it comes to that handbook, the foundation of it all, Michael, you know, that's usually that heavy lifting of preparing a handbook with payroll companies is usually done by the doctor, which means they don't usually know they don't know. They 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 paid a ton of money for it, but they don't actually get through it because it's super cumbersome and annoying and and time consuming. Yeah. Um, Whereas we make it super easy for these doctors to get through that, that process, but.
0: Okay. Last last question, buddy. Um, Yeah. I feel like this is a good one for transition. So best for last. Mm Um, and folks, if you've hung in there the whole episode, thank you. Sometimes, sometimes people piecemeal these episodes together. But, uh, for those that didn't hang in to me, this is, this is the bread and butter. So the strategy of dropping somebody Mm -hmm. after you've hired them, Mm -hmm. because they don't know that you you walk into a practice and you find out that Nancy Joe in whatever role is cancerous. Not willing, not willing to adapt, starts bringing the other team members down, no matter how important that person is in their actual roles, you Mm -hmm. have to cut cancer when, when you see it and you find it and you diagnose it. Usually folks do that way too late. All things next level helps with, but, but from an HR perspective, right? Okay. Here we hired somebody they've onboarded them. We got all the forms. We, we, they signed the HR manual, like we've talked about and we're six months in and we're like, we got some cancer going on over here. Right. What's the strategy? How do you, how do you cut when you need to?
1: Well, and, and the whole right to work, I'm I'm in a right to work state. I can just fire this employee. Not true. Uh, The whole right to work thing is a complete myth. We could, we could get more into the details of that, but by and large, doctors just simply have to be careful and where it all starts, you know, and that's, that's a a great example of having HR for health in a practice, because it's a proactive approach to dealing with the doctor realizing six months into practice ownership, that they do have a bad employee, and they do need to get rid of that individual to cut the cancer out. But you can't just can't just arbitrarily terminate employees, you got to document, um, if it's a if it's an employee that's pregnant, disabled, or elderly, that's a high risk termination, and so having support to navigate through the complexities of terminating anybody uh, is important. And every state now, uh, certainly Washington and California, have the most. But every state requires a change in relationship documentation. Uh, you know, there's a handful and a half of documents now every state requires. So. You got to. These doctors got to protect themselves. Wage and hour claims, wrongful uh, wrongful termination lawsuits, are a major problem in the dental industry right now, mm-hmm. um, because doctors aren't aren't uh, aren't making sound decisions with um, separating an employee from the practice. Another emotional thing to, to have to go through, but they're not properly documenting, and they don't have any way to prove why things are the way they are. Mm-hmm. Separated this employee. It makes it really easy for that ex-employee's attorney to come back on the doctor.
0: Document, 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 document. It's so absolutely. important. Hey, you know what's shocking? I'll, I'll end it on this is that your employees know the law better than you do. I promise. They do. They do. They do. They know They know where they live. They know what county they're in. They yep. know they have L O L and i sitting on their fast speed dial. They absolutely do. And so so if you aren't serious about this, which is Mm -hmm. why it's part of my program, because it is serious, you're Mm going to get smoked at least once in your career because they are smarter than you (laughs) because they know their rights. And if and if they're pissed for any reason, right, they they if they don't know, they will find out. And someone on the other (laughs) end of the phone lawyer. Right l and i support whatever mm-hmm. we'll educate them yeah. and they you will get smoked so yeah. it it's yeah. it's uh it's sad that we've come to this place and in, in our country quite frankly i'm not going to turn into joe rogan right now but uh <laughs> <laughs> but we are here and there's a solution and these guys are amazing final final thoughts scott thank you just, mr scott mueller you your pleasure always to work with, but just final thoughts, man. I mean, uh, anything that you want to tell my, my listeners and we're going to have all of your contact information below. If you want to provide something, we can put it in there, but, um, you've seen, you've seen the QR code, uh, folks that are on YouTube that is flashing on the screen, uh, pause and scan that. Um, but because that, that's, you want to explain what that is Scott and anything else you want to provide.
1: Yeah, yeah. So the uh, the QR code, once you scan that, you'll actually uh, be able to receive a transition toolkit. Very informational, great things to consider uh, as you're looking at possible practice ownership and the importance of having an, an HR uh, solution in place. Um, I guess to kind of wrap things up uh, to the point you just made, uh, you're right. These employees do know. And unfortunately, they wield it as Leverage and take advantage of these doctors, especially in the complex states. Oh, this doctor's not, not offering me or providing me proper paid sick leave. The calculations so that, you know, losses, breaks,
0: breaks, yeah, it's it's,
1: yeah, <laughs> it's, a, it's an employee it's an employee's market right now, and doctors gotta gotta
0: protect yourselves. Yeah, yeah, totally right. Okay, cool. If you want to get a hold of Scott Mueller check it out below uh scan the qr code it's a cool resource i I checked it out and um folks we are continuing this effort and getting you guys uh educated about the process and this is just another feather for the cap join us for the next episode and like i said go to the top and start from the top because you're going to miss some really great stuff at the top and the guy that scott Mueller works for ali rompson another plug of his episode of understanding LOIs it was a great episode and we enjoyed having Ali on the show. So from uh, dental unscripted.com and uh, all of uh, everybody that goes into this program. Thank you so much for being here, brother. Thank you. All right. Take care guys. Have a good one. We want to hear from you. Interact with your host, Michael Densio. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube.
1: Comment and subscribe.